We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, if you remember the woman with the issue of blood in Mark, the fifth chapter, when she got through testifying, Jesus said, Thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace. Be whole of thy plague. In other words, you got something to do now. Be whole. Don't let it come back. I remember I was in Bradenton, Florida, teaching one night. In fact, in the daytime, I was walking down the sidewalk, and there was a lady came to me and said, Brother Cap said, I've had headaches for 30 years. Don't know what it is to be without a headache. said, would you pray for me? I said, well, come in the prayer line tonight. I mean, you know, it's better when you teach the Word and the anointings there to minister to people. And I said, God will heal you. She said, you mean that? I said, never been more serious in my life. Well, she came that night. Well, in the prayer line, she came up and I laid hands on her in the name of Jesus. And the Lord said to me just before I laid hands on her, said, tell her that that headache will leave instantly when you lay hands on her. So I just said what I heard the Spirit say, and I said, that headache will leave instantly when I lay hands on you. When I laid hands on her, and she just went out like a light, you know, and she's laying there on the floor. Well, I went on and ministered to some others, and when she got up, I called her back up there. I said, Sister, where's that headache? And she said, oh, she said, it's gone. (laughs) And then I heard the Spirit of God say this, said, now tell her, go and be whole of that plague. See, she has something to do. Don't let it come back. And I said, now, sister, if Satan tries to bring that back on you, you resist him and say, oh, no, you don't. Hands were laid on me in the name of Jesus. I've received my healing, and I don't receive this headache again. I resist you, Satan, in Jesus' name. Well, now, she told me later, she said the next day, she said, you know, I woke up at 4 o'clock the next morning. My head began to hurt. She said, I sat up on the side of the bed and I remembered what you said. She said, oh, no, you don't, Satan. (laughs) Hands were laid on me in the name of Jesus and I received my healing. And she said, just as you'd snap your fingers, it left. And she said, uh, see, she wrote me a letter later. She said, it had been three months. She said, I've never had another one. But now, see, if it hadn't been for her having some faith, that thing would have come right back on her. Satan will try to bring it back to you. We need to know how to resist the devil. Someone has made the statement, and I believe it's true, that more people lose their healing over a counterattack than any other thing when Satan tries to bring it back. They say, well, I thought I was healed, but I guess I'm not. And that's just an open door for the devil to just step right in and just bring it right back on you. But you see, we need to learn to resist the devil. And the Bible says he will flee from you. Now, go with me over to Matthew's Gospel, the 8th chapter. See, what I'm doing is sharing with you some of the methods and some of the ways that people receive healing. Matthew chapter 8, verse 5, And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him, saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. Jesus saith unto him, I will come and heal him. Now, notice Jesus didn't say, well, maybe God's teaching him something. No, he said, I'll come heal him. You never find where Jesus failed to respond to anyone that was in need. 
And the centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I'm a man under authority, and having soldiers under me, I say to this man, Go, and he goeth to another, Come, and he cometh to my servant, Do this, and he doeth it. And when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said unto them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. Now what he's saying here is that in all of the covenant people of Israel, I have never found this kind of faith. That a man would say, just speak the word. Now wasn't that what Paul said? The righteousness which is a faith says, the word is nigh me. That's what this guy was saying. Just speak the word and it'll happen. You don't have to go to my house. Speak the word. So Jesus just stopped and preached him a sermon. He said, that's the greatest faith. Haven't even found covenant people that had that kind of faith. Now remember, this is a Roman soldier. He's a Gentile. He doesn't even come under the covenant of God at that point. But I want you to know he got his servant healed when Jesus got through preaching that sermon. Verse 13, Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way as thou hast believed. Be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed the self same hour. Now, I know and you know some folks that if Jesus was to say that to them, their servant would have died the same hour because <laughs> they believe the worst of everything. But see, he had already believed it. Now, let me show you something about faith. Here's a man that has established his point of contact. You know, Oral Roberts, back in the, his tent days, he coined the phrase, I suppose he did, the point of contact to release your faith. That's what laying on of hands is. It's a point of contact to know that when hands touch you, that's the time to believe you receive your healing. Doesn't necessarily mean you'll receive the manifestation of it at that point, but that's the time you start believing, I receive my healing. So Oral Roberts kind of coined that phrase, point of contact. And I remember him telling a story of a lady there in Oklahoma that was all crippled with arthritis and she was listening to a radio broadcast. And you remember back in the 50s why... He had ended his radio broadcast by saying, Now, if you're sick, lay your hands on the radio. I'm going to pray the prayer of faith and God will heal you. Well, this little woman, she is crippled up with arthritis. She's sitting in the kitchen and the radio was across on the cabinet on the other side. And Oral Roberts had already started to pray. So she got up and made for the radio and she stumbled and fell. And she fell up against the refrigerator. And she's a good ways from the radio, and he's already praying. And she just cried out, Lord Jesus, let this refrigerator be my point of contact. She reached over and touched it, and the power of God went through her and healed her. And she got up and danced all over the kitchen. Now, you know, and I know, and Oral Roberts knew, and she knew, there wasn't any power in that refrigerator to heal her. But it was a point of contact that she released her faith. So she established a different point of contact, see. I heard Kenneth Copeland say one time, said he used a string on a light bulb. You know, one of them that you jerk the string and it turns the light on? He said, when I pull that string, I'm going to receive my healing. And he used that as a point of contact. When that light came on, he said, thank God I got it. Well, here's the man. This centurion established his own point of contact. He said, now speak the word and my servant shall be healed. So Jesus just said, Go thy way, as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed the self-same hour. If we could learn to release our faith at the Word of God. And you see, that's what the Apostle Paul was trying to get at there in Romans the 10th chapter. 
See, Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father until his enemies have made his footstool. The Apostle Paul said, The righteousness which is of faith says, Say not in thy heart, Who shall ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Who shall ascend into the deep? That is to raise Christ again from the dead. Well, now, you might say, Well, who in the world would say that? We have. Have you ever said, Lord, come down and touch me? Then that's exactly what you said. Oh, if Jesus had just come back and touched me, I'd get healed. He's not coming. He's seated at the right hand of the Father until his enemies have made his footstool. But he said, now you lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. See, he's not coming. He sent me. (laughs) He sent your pastor and he sent your neighbor. See, we are the body of Christ now. Can you understand that? Can you understand what Paul was saying when he said, now you are the body of Christ and members in particular? It's not just for the pastor, not just for the evangelist, not just for the teacher. Any believer can lay hands on the sick. And when you do for the purpose of being obedient to the words of Jesus, then you're setting in motion the principle of calling things that are not as though they were. See, if I lay hands on a person that's sick for the purpose of getting them well, I'm calling them well by the very act of laying hands on them. So Jesus said, Go thy way, as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. Now notice, he's already believed. He's not going to believe. He's not trying to believe. He's already believed. As thou hast believed, so be it unto thee. I think that's important for us to understand. That the man's already released his faith. He's done all he can do. He said, now all Jesus has to do is speak the word. See, I was teaching the seminar back in 1974. I believe it was, I guess, the first seminar I ever held in Dallas. And I was teaching on the woman with the issue of blood. And I said, she said, when I touch his clothes, I'll be made whole. And after we had finished the teaching, while well, I was ministering to the sick, and there was a lady in a wheelchair who was sitting back at the back, and they started wheeling her down the side over there. And she started hollering out loud, I will walk, I will walk, I will walk, I will walk. And I stopped and looked over there to see what I mean. She just hollered. And I want you to know, she came down there, and I laid hands on her, and she did walk. And it's all a bunch of stuff that Baptists don't shout. She shouted. Then she got to be a regular fanatic. Won't know if anybody wanted to buy her wheelchair. (laughs) Well, she just simply applied the same principle that that woman did and started saying, I will walk, I will walk, I will walk. She was releasing her faith. Well, when we find out that faith can make you whole, faith in the Word of God, faith comes from the Word of God, faith is God's divine energy. It's released in His Word. It's stored in His Word. God's Word is filled with faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. God wants you to be a partaker of that which He's given. And if we'll enter into His provision, we can by faith. In fact, the Apostle Paul says that's the way we enter into grace is through faith. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our CD offer all this week will be CD offer number 7239. It's entitled, A Working Knowledge of God's Word. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. This is one of the most important series I've ever done. It's called, A Working Knowledge of the Word of God.
In other words, you might know what the Word said, but do you have enough knowledge to operate in it and cause it to produce for you? It's important to do that and to know what God said. You know, the Apostle Paul in Colossians 1, verse 9 says that, I cease not to pray for you, to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Now, if you're filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and understanding, then you're able to operate in the principles of the kingdom of God and get it to work for you. Now, if you go over to Second Peter chapter 1, Peter says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. The more you know about God and the way that he worked, we'd call it his M.O., God's method of operation, the more you're able to enter into the promise of God and to see the promise manifest in your life. He said, grace and peace is multiplied to you through the knowledge of God. You can't believe any further than you have knowledge. Then in verse 3 he says, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. How? Through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Verse 4 says, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. That's Offer number 7239, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.